two, three, let's do it. Let's get it popping, baby. Let's get it popping. This is how we gonna do it. Uh. Yeah. Yo, come on, trail now. It's on a Saturday morning. People getting ready. It's all right, man. What you they get ready for, bro? They get ready to not let nobody down. Let's go. Like y'all know that song. I just want to hear the hook. Who sang it? Right. I just want to hear the song right quick. The hook. I just want to tell you how I'm feeling. Oh. Let's go. Let's go, y'all. Let's go. Never gonna give you up. Never gonna let you down. Never gonna run around and desert you. It's that boy Rick Ashley. That sound like one of those records when you're in one of those high end fashion stores they playing. Yeah, but guess what, though, Trill? I almost think, I think Lil Wayne might actually be able to get Jay Z now, dog. Yeah. I went back and listened to my old Jay, dog. Yeah. Hey, man. That's right. Y'all, dude, it's all about the stage presence, right? I don't think Jay got no got no uh, baby to come to the stage like this, dog. That come on, people going nuts, dog. Hey, he has Lil Wayne has some bars, dog. Lil Wayne, he, he's he's one of the greats. I really believe he might be able to handle Jay, dog. I'm tell, I mean, cause not just do we talk about bars, flows, but also the stage presence of verses. We seen what happened with Dipset, Bone Thugs. This this hole though. Oh, I gotta call Leo and tell him he might be right. If we talk about money, baby, now we talking. See that right there is it's levels to that money talk and the presence and he talking that talk, but that's that's street. That's a street record. <clears throat> yeah, and and but I'm saying, yeah, dude, it's. When it come down to it, come on, yeah, Jay, both of them got both sides. Yeah, yeah. Hold on. They do. Then you know how. In the heart of the summer, we need a snow plow. Which you know about that, baby? It's showtime. Coke transactions on the phone. We call it blow job. Too fast for Trevor. Get down, Trevor. That had to be something you was bumping in the car back in the day when you was on your on your mission. To be honest with you, I never was a, a Lil Wayne fan. That don't sound believable to me. Ah, uh, okay. So, so when Gucci talking, you can believe it because it's reality. Okay, so you can believe this then. 
gotta give a shout out to Trail, dog. If it was, if y'all not, if y'all not, hold on, hold on. I don't even like that stuff, too, but it's something about that. That's so hard. It's just something about the energy. NBA Young Boys, I'm gonna tell you something. It ain't too many people that wanna. Energy wise, get on stage with Young Boy. It's energy of how your ch- your heart beat at your chest. You know he with it. The boys need Ritlin, man. If y'all not if y'all not up to uh on Trevor's uh cabinet conversation or the or the reviews, you better get on it. Man. I ain't even listening to stuff. I just go to Trevor deal. And just let me know what's going on And then I just turn it off I ain't listen to it no more <laughs> And you know what That's how I listen to people's album now Bob. Uh-huh. Then it's over I only heard it again And uh Cause I, I, I would've never played this And never picked it up ever I've never been a young NBA guy Go ahead Trev Talk about it now That's what Trev do now. He covered this stuff Now what's crazy about Uh NBA young boy I'm not a fan neither But my nephew told me He was 11 years old At the time He's 14 now He said he gonna be The biggest artist In the world unk. And when he told me that I said nah You capping You capping and, and it became true NBA young boy Is the biggest artist Hip hop In the world Numbers wise Presence wise people, Folks ought to be Like hip hop artists Right now Ought to be glad That he's on house arrest And can't come outside Cause if he had concerts and performed those records that he got out right now, it'll probably be another uh, Travis Scott situation. <laughs> you th- but you think people would go to the mosh pit and come to the front? If that song came on, the the uh, with the energy that's behind him, like he dropped the disc record that had sixteen million views in an hour. You talking the one he said hate him? Like the song was titled "Hate Young Boy" or something like that? Yeah, I hate Young Boy. He was. Uh, a disc record people why do we like this record so much we why like we drama like trail competition we just drawn to it for some reason we need drama let's be that's honest true. that's true we need drama man that's what what it is but hey man look welcome to the two brothers pod i'm your co-host uh troy smith yes, aka sir. troy smith Marie, aka captain aka mr go get it done we got yeah. the pod father trevor jackson say what it is sir Let's deal with y'all beautiful people, man, on this Saturday, man. We thank y'all for tuning in. We thank y'all for enjoying the podcast, man, and just becoming family with the guys, man. We try to make sure that we have dope discussion and contractual agreement talk. We got some fashion talk today. We got some real estate conversations. I even want to talk about the uh, Supreme Court finally getting the African-American individual in there. But why wasn't uh, yeah, <laughs> look, 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 look! This is what you get from the two brothers. Two brothers from the inner city. Yep. AKA the projects back in the equal opportunity living. Mm-hmm. With educated conversation, man. Higher level discussion. That's fact. It's not all That's about just always just talking about this. I mean, we we talking about the normal deal and hip hop coverage. You want to definitely get the hip hop understanding and coverage and sports. Go to trail. Yeah, yeah. You want to talk yeah. about some other stuff when it comes down to some business stuff? Come to me. But then if yeah. you want to bring all that together, come to both of us. That's fact. That's a huge fact. Even though our interests may be in uh, different uh, realms or whatever, we still both can conversate Absolutely. about anything. Absolutely, you know sir. And that's, this is 
what you're hearing right now is a conversation that Trevor and I have on a continual mm-hmm. basis without hitting record. That's a fact. That's a fact. That's yeah. what we get known to today. It's what we get known to. What we get known to today is what you said. Yeah, that's what we get known to. Oh, that's what we get known to today. We're gonna discuss all this. We're gonna straight to it. Straight to it. So bump all the jump. Let's go and get to it. Show us the fashion, sir. Show us the fashion down the runway, if you don't mind. Let's go and do the runway. Bro, they just give me makeup and doing my nails at the same. Look at my look at my shirt. I'm a model for real. Runway Paris. Don't play with me. You heard? Get it right. You like my you like my see through? Give you a little Prince vibes with that purple, right? Shouts to Virgil. Cuticle action. Yes. I'm trying to. Oh, for sure. Yeah. <sighs> <laughs> Jim Jones, man. Like, he said, I'm a model. No, it's more than he said, look at my, you see my see through? Look at my yeah. see through. Give you Prince vibes The purple Hey man Jim I don't know you mm-hmm. But I would think you understand The repercussions that come behind that uh, Was he trolling? I don't know I mean he sounded like he was definitely Inclined and into it though I'm just being 100 with you I mean he sounded like he was definitely Into that yes. Look at my Look at my seat though Ooh now, That's all he was missing guys. The dipset guys, I give them credit for fashion. Harlem, they from Harlem. Yeah, they, 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 so I'm going to say the Harlem thing is what it is. That's the yeah. black renaissance and all other stuff come from up there, right there. All that was there, you know. Cameron with the pink minks, the pink Range Rovers, and all of that, and uh, Jim Jones and Joel Santana. They they had all of us rocking. Well, not me, but majority of the people I seen rocking Ed Hardy, the skulls, and the. Tight britches with the the belt buckles with the chrome rock star look. They created that up there. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. I say that they fashion forward individuals, but sometimes you can take it too far, man. Fashion is is becoming like uh, non gender now. They trying to make clothing like non gender, and I know on this podcast multiple times I said I have female pieces, but you would never know it. I'm not going to make it. Obvious that it's a female. So we ain't gonna know that you got the the, the female jogging pants on. And we, yeah, you ain't, ain't gonna, gonna tell us, huh? Yeah, I wouldn't know it. It's just the only reason I do it is because like females have different sweaters and stuff. Like when I when I shop with Nike and Athletic Wear, Comfort Wear, they have the different sweaters. They have the different uh, cut uh, joggers and all of that type of stuff. And I rock that stuff. At the end of the day, but you will never know it though. But Trevor, but does that make it okay? Does that make it okay? Everything is okay. Oh, that's here. There he go. There he go. Back into the. <laughs> that's all right. That's all right. Does that make it okay? Everything is okay. It's just that are we going beyond gender now when it comes to fashion? If we want to be fashion forward people, we should be able to wear anything. So like your boy Lakeith or whatever his name is That had the stockings on Which you know the guy that played in uh, Black Judas And he's an excellent actor Yeah But like he does things It's like he periodically does things Just to get some attention maybe I don't know maybe not Now, now this, it causes like media frenzy And media uh, places to cover it When man, when men 
wear uh, female pieces. But when females wear men pieces, they don't get coverage over. When they got on the Jordans and the 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 male britches and you know and what the, I mean? And the collared shirt, you go like, oh God, she got to be, you know, butching uh, uh, or something. Yeah, but some females, uh, some females ain't. They just want to get fresh and yeah, they, and, yeah, you're right. But you know, or you get a low cut, get it tapered on the side and all that stuff. You like, oh, well, you know, you automatically yeah. going to go to the next though, to the whatever that 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 uh, that pronoun will be. Mm-hmm. You will yeah. end up doing that. On 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 up, you know, that's just that's how that go. You're gonna end up thinking, oh, you must be switch mm-hmm. hitting. Yeah, but when a man do it, it, it gets media coverage. Like I seen uh Snoop Dogg was on Sway recently talking about that he had opportunities where he turned down millions. Cause he never wanted to wear a dress. He didn't want his kids. Uh, oh, and, and then and then you can't go from you there's no crawling back from that from thugging though. From the Snoop murder was the case trial Snoop yeah. to I mean they let him slide with the bonnet, they let him slide with the with yeah. the with the with the, the, the acrylic nails looking thing with the different colors and stuff. They let him slide with that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But if he would have come out with the dress on, yeah, not the kilt, the the, the full young the full thug. The, the, the young thug action. I don't think he would have been able to come back from that. But you know, like everything in this world is being accepted now, like Snoop. He he showed that he had integrity and he cares and he has kids and he don't want his kids seeing him portrayed like that. But young thug, he has he has a harder background and role than Snoop Dogg and he'll put on the dress. But he came out like that, so it probably is more. I don't know. I don't. I don't. I don't know, fam. But he he. They said that young thug was protecting Atlanta at one point in time, like. From out of towners coming shooting and doing stuff to people to protect his his homeland, but he wears a dress. It's it's acceptable and okay for him to wear a dress, but it's Snoop Dogg. He has integrity. Why is that? No, I think also Snoop Dogg is an older gentleman. Yeah, you know it's one thing to have integrity and all that, but but see that's that I think that'll be almost like a disgrace to hear me as a young guy to hear that. So I don't have integrity. But I think mm. it's because he's a you know he's an older gentleman he's an OG mm-hmm. to where it's like well as an OG you should know better and carry yourself yeah. a certain way. Um, but dude, just like you, tell me everybody would expect you to if you were to go out here and just go straight out wear a dress, or if you were to go out here and start talking so much differently or out of your mind, I'm like man, what the heck on my trail, man? Yeah, what's going on, with my guy, man? He out here. I know. Busy. I know he like to go in the woods and you know go off the grid every once in a while. But this time he going off the ropes. He off his rock. You know he out there, <laughs> and they gonna be asking questions. Yeah, you know that's what I'm true. saying. Um, you got you know. It's, it, have you ever noticed how interested interested it is that when men do things, things do start to change. Mm. The trend starts to change when men do certain things because men are held at a standard where it's like. That's the standard Like I mean That's just Regardless of sexism Or whatever Men has a portrayal Of being The protector Yeah So if the you provider. invite Yeah provider So if you invite Certain things Into your household Into your culture Into everything Next thing you know It turns into Well I guess it's okay mm-hmm. So if I start bringing Stuff into the house And introducing it To my wife Introducing it To my kids You could change The whole trajectory You change, you change the, the whole Dynamic of the house yeah, yeah, yeah. You follow what I'm saying? Ooh, that is, that's true. 
That's true. And so, like, and so that, think about it with the women, with the Title IX thing, with in regards to sports, you know, tra- women in sports, transgender. Mm-hmm. W- women want to be equal. Okay, cool. You're gonna stay equal, but we're gonna bring this guy that used to be a, a woman. That used to be a guy. Yeah, he's gonna come and dunk on everybody. Ooh. And then everybody, oh no, 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 no! What about the biology? Yeah, he's a little bit. He's better. This he got this. That you can never get. No, 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 no. Remember, remember, we 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 want to be equal of stuff, and he want to be equal too. Yeah, he's he now Shelly. <sighs> big so, Shelly. So big Shelly. He's six ten. <sighs> he didn't jump that good before, but all of a sudden he can jump real good in front of these girls. Man, I I seen a a, a, a guy talking to uh, some transgender men. And he had a valid point. And uh, they were saying, ain't no difference. I can choose what I want to be. And then he asked them, what is a woman? Oh, Dr. Phil. Is that Dr. Yeah. Phil? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I seen that. He said, he said a- what is he? said, I, I don't know. I mean, I don't. I mean, I just can just do. What is a woman? So, so you you identify as a woman. But what is a woman? Explain that to me. They couldn't explain it to him. And he said, a woman is a person who gives birth and has a vagina. That's a woman. That's the difference. That's, that's what makes the, the organs. The organs. Don't matter. No matter what you can tuck in, you can't still go through. That's see. That's the thing about you. We are. We are different. Yeah. That's then regardless. And we ain't gonna go on that long. But we are different. Mm-hmm. A female can't be a man. In regards, you can choose to be one. Mm-hmm. That's your choice. But the full dynamic of it, you cannot experience it. You cannot experience a menstrual minist- cycle. You can choose to identify yeah, yeah, as yeah. a woman. You can choose to identify as a man. But then that makes me wonder if you can say that you're a believer at the same time because you identify as something that you're not. To me, that's saying that you're saying God made a mistake. That's that's what that's saying to me, fam. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But that dude came on Dr. Phil and, and he left them guys stumped. Them transgender. Yeah, and he had and he had the, the beard, the dude, the transgender or transsexual or whatever it was had whatever he made or she and identify with had the mm. full fledged uh, the beard and everything. Yeah, I, man, I seen somebody. What? There you go. Question I would like to throw out to you know, other members of the panel, actually, because just like the four year old can't answer what is a girl. Well, this is one of the problems with this left wing gender ideology is that no one who espouses it can even tell you what these words mean. It's like, what is a woman? Well, can you tell me what a woman is? No, I can't. Because but, it's not for me to say. I, womanhood looks different for everybody. What do, you, what do you define a woman as? An adult human female. And what does a female mean? Uh, well, well, how, that's do you, how do you define a female? Someone with, with female reproductive organs. Okay. Someone who is, you know, here's the thing. When you're, when you're female, it goes right down to your bones, your DNA. So that's why if someone dies okay we could dig up their bones a hundred years from now we have no idea what they believed in their head but we can tell what sex they were okay. because it's in it's down in it's it's in, ingrained in every fiber of their being you stood up here and said trans women are women yes tell me what you mean what is a woman? womanhood is something that just as ethan explained i cannot define because i am not but myself you used the word so what did you mean when you said trans women are women if you don't know what it means right so here's the thing so i do not define what a woman is because i do not identify as a woman womanhood is something that is an umbrella term. It includes people that who... That describes what? People who identify as a woman. A- identify as what? As a woman. What is that? What's to each their own. What yeah. you want to... There it is. What's crazy is that I was thinking about 
a woman. That's a a, a female gender. Male is a gender. Ain't that a, the genders? Yeah. Me, yeah. Male and female. Yeah. And um, what does the word transgender mean? That means I transformed genders. All right. Let's look at you know how we do. You yeah. Know how we yeah. do. Break it down, Troy. Break it down. Transgender. What does transgender mean? Mm-hmm. Transgender because people have a gender a gender identity or gender expression that differs from the sex that they were assigned at birth. Some transgender people who desire medical assistance to transition from one sex to another identify as transsexual. So the transgender is what you may identi- what you identify with. Transsexual is when you actually go through the process of transform- transformation. You changing oh. your sex. Okay, okay. I I like that because now we got Now we got to uh define what identity means. Okay, go because ahead. We we don't use that word a lot. The fact of being who or what a person or thing is. He knows the identity of the bombers. Okay, that was an example. A close similarity or infinity. Mm. A close similarity or infinity That don't mean that that is what it is Because you identify it as that So you mm. could say You could be in a Buick And say I'm in a Maybach That's what I identify and, as and, and, and Even though I got the Buick symbol on the front It's yeah. a Maybach bitch. <laughs> That's what I identify it as that's what, so, I, that's what I say it is I'm so, skinny Yeah psh. And you better not What you trying to say See it's funny though Trey, How we change things though too Yeah If someone were to tell us Remember they, they We get on people For identifying as black But they're white You seen that last guy mm. the, uh, the, the, the Charlamagne Obligate Don't get a day Said he identified himself As black Yeah A gamer got Kind of ties cut with him Because he identifies black Why can't they do that? that That's true But we we, we, we we say You can't do that You can do mm. What you identify in sex But you can't identify as black Or you're fully white Or you're uh, Anglo-Saxon Yeah You know Or you, you can't mm. realize African You can't That's that's against the rule Why? Mm. So so We need to make a, 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 a Like a closure in this To a Go point ahead. to When people say that they're Not a closure in the conversation Because we doing We, we, we rolling along man. It's like one of them phone calls Yeah man. yeah But just because you identify it as that that does not mean that that's what it is that's that's what we need to well, hey, so look so like prime example they Chappelle had a, a stand-up he did back in the day where he said that women dressing up as you know uh sluts or whatever i hate to say but uh as he, they don't want to identify themselves as a woman of the night yeah yeah woman of the night okay they don't want to identify as a woman of the night but they got all the woman of the night clothing and the uniform on mm-hmm so it's like going up to the police and say, hey, police, help me. I'm getting robbed and beat. they like, hey, I'm not a policeman. I just mm. got the uniform on. Mm. I identify you as a policeman. Yeah. And you out here with this uniform. And you're not a police? Yeah. Nah, ain't me, bro. Go over yeah. there and holler at that guy. Ooh. So, ooh. That that's that says a lot, like identifying, because are we living in like that has something to do with metaphors, that has something to do with assumption and mental ass- state. 
Because mentally If you thinking all of this is that And it's not really that Then you mentally ill Because yeah. you're not looking at stuff in a straightforward um, As it is what it is That's why sometimes when I listen to people preach the Bible It seems like everybody has a different perception of it Like whoever was the writers of the Bible was rappers They was metaphorically speaking Because people can Perceive one scripture to mean 15, 20 different things if you hear it from a different person. Mm-hmm. Is you just because you identify the scripture as that, is that what it is? Ooh. Ooh. We Ooh. own it. We own it. <laughs> you own it. We potting today, man. We potting today, man. Flesh, Walt Disney, Nike, Google. Now, who's going to be the Medici family and stand up and let me create more? Or do you want to marginalize me till I'm out of my moment? Or why don't you empower yourself and don't hmm. need them and do it yourself? How, fact, Sway? You take a few steps back to go. You ain't got the answers, man. You ain't got the answers. You ain't got the answers. You ain't got the answers, Sway. Kanye. I've been doing this more than you. Doing hey, you what ain't more got. Than me? Come on, chill out. You bro. ain't got the answers. Kanye, you ain't got the answers. Bro, bro, I'm, I'm, I am Warhol. I am Shakespeare in the flesh. And that's who he identifies as. And guess what? That's what I identify as, sir. <laughs> I'm Michelangelo. Yeah. I'm Trevor Jackson. No, you're not. You don't have the social, oh, have all that. I'm Trevor Jackson. Man, I bet you don't remember this guy at West High School named Chandler Duke. Sound familiar? What about Chandler? No, you don't call him, go ahead, tell him. No, no disrespect to people who had issues or wasn't good at learning or he was one of the dudes that people was uh the special class people. Yes, special ed, yeah. And you just made me think about him because you said, No, I'm Trevor Jackson. And back in the days we used to say, uh, I'm Chandler Dukes. And then he would say, No, I am. Oh, I'm poor thing. Oh, poor oh, guy. Yeah I get what you're saying though He was letting you know that And he was a special Education uh, person And he was saying that you're not me But guess what He knew who he was god dang it (laughs) Identity You can't be me mothers You can't be me (laughs) I'm Chandler Dukes Yeah that's who I am Mm. Know yourself. Know yourself. Well, know your goddamn role. Mm. You no, know but you know. So I gotta give it up though to all those individuals. I'm my next book. I'm, I got so many books. I'm on the verge of completing. Mm-hmm. But one is called Unapologetically You, uh-huh. and being unapologetically yourself, and inspiring people to be unapologetically you. Because you know we get upset with people that's in their lane, uh-huh. and in their in their vein of what they do. We get upset, and do we call those people that know who they are? Who we don't believe in at first, geniuses, geniuses, and, and crazy. Come. Yeah, how you gonna believe that? You don't identify. See that? I don't see you doing that. But then yeah. end up doing it. Say, what a genius! And, and you know what's crazy? I, I think that uh, all people who see in color and do multiple things, and people that's creators, no matter what you're creating. Now, don't let me limit it because what you're creating, they off a little bit. Because they're doing something that's not normal to the other people. Because everybody is just following in line. They're just following what everybody else is doing. They're followers. They're not leading in the area of what they want to lead in. Because leaders create. They create something. And followers follow. 
God dang yeah. it. Yeah, that's a fact, man. That's man, fact. hey, hey, Trevor. So this is lead us into you've been up here doing some things financially, making big moves with your real estate business. Tell us a little bit about what's going on. You up here balling and sleepy all out the doors because you got to go wake up and open the door. To, before you even get to the house, you see a line like Chick-fil-A to look yeah. at your houses. Tell us about it, Trev. So people know that I'm a real estate guy. I really am into real estate. I'm licensed. Uh, it's not something that I, uh, well, I, nothing will ever Complete me financially I'm always going to be doing multiple things Financially but I'm not where I want to be yet In real estate but I see something that I want to Talk to the constituents about The people, the La Familia, the family On the podcast Is that inflation is real Time's changing and you need to get your feet wet You need to get get in, get some skin in the game Because we're going through trans, trans Transformation times and uh, once a couple of years ago, the average price for a home in the South was like two hundred and fifty thousand dollars. The average pay was fifteen dollars an hour. Now we're going through inflation, and people are realizing the benefits of owning a home or owning a brand new home, and that uh, they can get equity and get their skin in the game. And that's how uh, people can create wealth or create generational wealth or or, or get their feet in the game And uh, right now is the time to buy To me Is there ever So is there ever really a time to buy Because you know they say not to buy at the highest point But then you don't see when the highest point is going to stop It's not going to stop and so, But then that's what we said in 2008 mm-hmm. It never I was in the I was in prime lending in 2008 I was doing mortgages then Oh man it's, you know People say it's not going to stop man The property always increases And then pow it died yeah, and we had the lowest rates in history. Who was in the two thousand eight? Who was the president? Two thousand eight was pro- uh, Barack. Barack. Two thousand seven was Bush when he started going into it, and Barack ended up having to come into the office with it down the drain. Mm-hmm. And and Barack kind of got it back on track, didn't he? No, got no, the, he no, not kind of. He 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 held it stable. Yeah, because it could have went worse. He mm-hmm. did the stimulus. It's, it's interesting how this work out. We have such a. a an increase in the economy and it's booming. Even with war going on, when Bush came in, it was a war happening in two thousand one. Mm-hmm. He came in and war had to start. I mean, war had we got the building attack when he became president, and boom, yeah, he was in war. But then the, the, the economy was booming even through all that. Mm-hmm. Dot com crash and all other stuff, and then also the economy just boom real estate wise. And then when he got ready to go out the door, the real estate dying. Yeah, and yeah. then the Democrat come in and got give it to the brother. He got yeah. clean all this up like a team. Yeah. Get all the the blame for stuff, and then he keep it stable and build up what he can from the ra- ashes of it. Then Trump come in and blow it up, and, 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 and he blowing it up when in regards to the economy booming and everything happening, blah blah. And then they go down to the tank with the with the uh, something you could not control with the pandemic, just like the war. Mm-hmm. And then you got a Democrat coming to office again and clean it up and give out stimulus packages. So it's a cycle. You just hope the cycle end up going back on the on you know on the up and up, but. We're at a point now, inflation, like you said, at all time high. Even yeah. when inflation, though, at an all time high, interest rates going to be going up for sure next mm-hmm. month as they start to increase. Even, I mean, this month on the 16th, when the uh, uh, Federal Reserve meet, they tell me I take it up a quarter percent. That's 0.25 on, of, you know, of 1%. It's going to be going up. The now, economy now, is still booming. The, the economy, in regards to real estate. 
Now, my thought process right now of, of, of why I tell people to buy now, too, is because you, you just got to get in. Like people like me and you might already be in or already have a foot in the game. But if you don't have a foot, I'm speaking to some of the people that don't even have a foot yeah, in the Yeah, yeah. But it's going to be tough, though, Trevor. How are they going to be able to get in when they can't afford it? You got to get in by any means necessary. I'm about, show that video. I need folks looking like Chick-fil-A. Okay, let's do it. Okay, everyone. So I am here showing my client a home. And I just want you to take a look at all of the people who are lined up to see this property. So when we say that there is a housing crisis, we really, really mean it. It's absolutely insane. The line goes all the way in the back. It's not even 5.30 fully and someone stopped me and they wanted to know what was going on in the neighborhood. And I just told them the truth. I said, we're having a housing crisis. And this is... See, that's so crazy to me because, like, why I say get get some skin in the game, too, is that by it being a demand so high, high even if it was the crash, or it, I don't think it could crash right now, but even if it was the crash, the demand would still be high. Mm-hmm. So the buyer ain't going to benefit if it crash or not. They still the buyer still ain't gonna benefit to me. Do you think the buyer benefited from a crash right now? If you got the bread to do so, yeah. But so so if they, let me tell you. So if they do crash, no trip. Which more it could, and there's gonna be a lot of people affected by it. The builders gonna be affected by it, and not only mm-hmm. that, real estate is tied to the economy trajectory. Mm-hmm. So when real estate starts to move, that's when everything else starts to move. Mm-hmm. So if real estate starts to slow down, I mean lending slows down. That means it tightens up everywhere. Yeah, if you I'll, can't borrow everywhere, overnight rates—that's what they talk about. When they talk about the rates going up, they're talking about the overnight rate that the the Fed and the big banks give to smaller banks and people like that in the bar, the business to borrow overnight. Mm-hmm. So if it's at zero right now, yeah, you know, zero on the zero percent on a million bucks is not bad at all. That's nothing. But put a quarter percent on top of that—that'll change when people start thinking. I mean, I need that right now. Yeah, I don't need that. I don't need twenty. You know, quarter percent on a million dollars. So one percent of a million dollars is what? Ten percent uh, is is ten is a hundred thousand uh, dollars, right? Is that right? Ten is a hundred thousand dollars. So so one uh, percent is that is, is ten thousand dollars. Yeah, ten thousand. Yeah. So you take a quarter percent of that. It may not yeah. be too bad. People might say, "Okay, I can handle that. I can yeah. handle you know a quarter percent on ten thousand. I'm on the on a million bucks." Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If one percent of it's ten thousand, so a quarter of that would be I can't I can't even throw it in my mind right now quickly. Yeah, <laughs> but the fact is, it's small. It's a small amount if you got the bread to do so. But that one, when it's at zero percent, you could be good. But then also, not only that, banks can start calling on smaller banks. And say, hey, man, we need that money back today. Because mm-hmm. guess what? It's in their contract, and we're gonna talk about that next. Yeah, we're gonna get on that. We're gonna get on that right now. To to close off the real estate uh, topic or whatever, though, it's the fact that I think people need to get some skin in the game is because. The seller has the power. And when you, you you get in and you see how the inflation is going up. I went to the barbershop today. A lineup was $40. I was shocked. Mm. I went to the gas pump. Uh, 
Mm. It was a uh, forty nine. I mean, uh, four point nine six a gallon for the soup. I said, Lord Jesus! I, did, it, uh, did it today? Ninety four dollars for twenty two gallons. What for the super? Ooh. Oh, I went to the um, this restaurant. I plan on taking my baby to because I want to go to the the first soccer game we having a, a major league soccer team. <clears throat> Uh, come to uh, Charlotte uh, tomorrow. They first game tomorrow. I want to check them out. And uh, I went to the restaurant and our normal meal, like one of our favorite, our favorite spot, our normal meal was seven. It was seventy nine dollars, and I paid it up front because I want the front seat. I want the meal ready right when we walk in the door. And it was one hundred twenty dollars. The same meal that was seventy nine. The same exact meal. And I was like, man, inflation is real. And when I say that by people getting some skin in the game now, if it keeps going up and up and up, you want to get that equity in there. You want to get that money in there. You want to put as much down so you can get in. Yeah, so you, you get, get in. in. So you can get in. But look, when demand slows down, though, the seller is going to be at, a, at, at, the, at the mercy of the buyer. Yeah, that's fair. That's, that's how that goes. So, yeah, you can be boomer. Yeah, it's best for the seller to sell it right now, and it's best for the buyer to buy it right now before it goes up to how they can't afford it. So it's a seesaw. So, if so the dem- yeah, so demand is gone, you can't do nothing. The reason I think demand ain't going nowhere no time soon is because we overpopulated in the United States. I don't know where these people coming from or who have any babies, but hey, no, is it, is it the United States getting overpopulated, or the people already there and they just migrating to different spots? Because I would like to see a video of the people that's leaving the city and states. Like Cali, yeah. the people that's leaving New York, people that's leaving uh, mm-hmm. uh, out Midwest and out up north because and from Florida and please because they can now let me go here to Tennessee or wherever North Carolina, people that got cheaper taxes possibly, or I can sell my house up here. There's one point three million dollars right now that I bought for three hundred thousand. Mm-hmm. Take it down to Tennessee and buy a house for six hundred grand cash because yeah. I made over eight thousand eight hundred thousand dollars. Yeah, and and you know what? That's crazy. We do need to find some statistics on uh, California and New York because a lot of people are leaving those areas and buying elsewhere. And uh, I just want to see what you know. what I mean, what's going on? We're gonna like, we're gonna see for sure, Trev, for certain. Yeah, soon because Very everybody soon. everybody is buying in North Carolina, Tennessee, Texas, everywhere right now mm-hmm. in the South, and it's bringing the prices and the rates up. And it's just not people buying homes. It's companies buying land. Mm-hmm. You got Al- Apple to move to Raleigh. And, you know, I was talking to Marquise about how much a square foot costs in San Francisco. Could you guess, mm-hmm. fam, a square foot? $500? Property. That's that's half. Oh, okay, a, a thousand. A thousand per square foot. And that's so why they moving. A thousand square foot is a million dollars. And, and that's why they moving. Ooh. What happened? My computer. <laughs> it died. No, is we doing good? Yeah, doing yeah, but, but yeah, yeah, that's that's why people are moving. They're yeah, leaving. That's a fact. And they and they can if they can go somewhere else and take that same and now everything is working, people working remotely. Mm-hmm. So if you can work remotely and I can work from anywhere and do the same thing. Mm, and I can work from home. People leaving Cali to go to Arizona. Arizona right now is booming. <sighs> Phoenix. It's about Oh, you know what the main thing in real estate that they taught us uh, in the class was? What? Location. 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 That's the that's what value is, where people want to be. And people are that's now, cool. if you're going out to the suburbs, they're building 
Like in your area and everywhere else, when they build in communities right there, so you don't have to leave that area. Yeah. So when you come, when you build in your house, they got banks in the same na- in your neighborhood. They got the banks in the neighborhoods. They got Chipotle in the neighborhood. They got they got daycare schools. It's all surrounded, so you don't have to. When you go to, from, I'm living in Hendersonville. Yeah. You leave Hendersonville to go to Nashville. Mm-hmm. You going out of town? It feel like you are going out of town because I, I can do everything here. Yeah. And, they, and those governments and people trying to build that to where people stay here as they bring those companies in. And guess what's been going up even more? And what pays uh, a lot more taxes? What fam? apartment complexes? That's what's gonna. That's what's gonna be in in the real estate world. That's what's about to. Happen. That's what's. That's why companies are black, like Blackstone and all these other big companies, the investment companies buying up properties to rent. They buying up neighborhoods. They buying up land to build. Rental homes, not just a, not just apartment complexes, but rental homes as well. But apartment mm-hmm. complexes bringing a lot of revenue for taxes. Mm-hmm. You know that people think, oh, the people that's renting ain't paying tax. Yeah, but those apartments are. Yeah, so the prices got to go up on your and, rent. And and and, 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 and but they paying taxes. They bringing money to the government. The government don't mind. The local government don't mind bringing those places in to say, and, sure, we'll take it. And you know it's crazy. I know uh, some black folks in Atlanta done came together. And they had a dope idea. I wonder how they're doing it. I want to research it too because people are buying <clears> tiny <throat> homes now to make more affordable living. Tiny you know, homes? Yeah. Yeah. They buying up a whole bunch of land and they building like 40, 50 tiny homes and people living in them. They sell them for $40,000 a piece for you to have it, cash on it. But you know what the. Uh, Turn to the project all over again. <laughs> <laughs> no HOA, no nothing. There's projects all over again. Everybody out there stealing, breaking stuff. You know what I'm saying? The tiny home to turn into people done took it from you. The tiny jigs. <laughs> but hey, people done learned a lot that you can deal with a lot less. You can. You know, you can live with a lot less. But the pandemic taught us like I got too much stuff in here. I'm I'm yeah. in too much. Let me sell it and downgrade. I, I I see why I was stressed out in this house. I can't think clear. It's stuff all over the all place. over the place, man. It's cluttered. Yeah. I didn't know I was in order. Yeah. And people getting out, but people are getting back out, and they start to see more. And jobs want people to come back in. Yeah. So you can be all thug all you want. Say I'm never going to work again. You ain't going to be working. Yeah. Because they building they building places in town or in in your area where you don't have to leave. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. It's hey, it's, it's 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 a change going on, Trill. Well, let, let's get on into the contract talk now, George. Like him, uh. Plug up my joint right quick. Play the audio on the uh Yeah, the- go ahead. I'm gonna let you plug everything up. I'm gonna go ahead and play. Yeah, I know y'all been talking and hearing about Freddie P lately. I wanna let you, I wanna play something right quick. Break it down. Help them remember Freddie P and where he came from and what First he did. First of all, I I didn't remember Freddie P at all and uh from making the band, period. Like at all. And y'all may remember him from making the band with Diddy. Cause he was actually doing a walking the cheese, you know him and uh, the making the band. The band is called the band. Y'all remember that from back in from MTV and P Diddy was doing that making the band show. He brought in a whole lot of talent, a lot of people doing music and rapping and doing R and B. Yep. And uh, and said, hey man, we're gonna make a group out of you guys. Was he the one to go get the cheesecake? I don't know. I can't remember the episode, but the fact that he is the one that fought uh, the dude Ness. And, you know, you know, fighting them and all that. But the fact is, it was a lot of drama. We like drama. We do, as yeah. you mentioned. But let me play this a little bit right quick in regards to, we're talking about contracts. He was on the, he did a live recently or did a video recently and put it on this live stream or whatever, talking mm-hmm. about how he despises P. Diddy. Or how P. Diddy took advantage of him. 
And you all know, you all know Trevor and I talk about these um, contracts a lot. Trying to help. We know a we lot could, of local artists and people. Go ahead. We could do one, uh, a podcast about contracts and contractual agreements, one every two weeks if we wanted to. But we to. do what? it all the time now. We do it just about every time now because when we, Trevor, we both done music. We both do contracts. Trevor's in real estate. I'm in mortgage. If you need a mortgage, let me know. But the fact is, we do these things, we deal with contracts on a continual basis. Uh-huh. And it's just interesting to see how they know the statistics and stories in regards to the so-called getting taken advantage of by your contract. But people always still seem to get, fall into the same trap. It, it seems like it's the you. They get people in con. Are the people who getting the people in contracts dirty? Because it seems like it's always a person that's younger. And then once they get more knowledgeable about something and they get older, they realize that they signed a bad contract and they start whining. About it. No, it don't matter if you're young, old, if you're inexperienced, you're going to get taken advantage of. Yeah, that's fact. It don't matter if you're young or old. If you don't know what you're doing, don't have the right support team and people around you representing represent you, you're mm-hmm. going to get taken advantage of. But it's a contract. Mm-hmm. Let's read. What, let's hear what Freddie P had to say. If a nigga fuck with you, a lot of cussing now. They don't fuck with Diddy. Listen to that, this. That, that's 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 basically Khaled Ross. All them niggas chose. You think I don't know them niggas? Them niggas ain't never gave me a verse. Them niggas ain't never did. Not my first scene, Ross man. After that shit, niggas said, "I love you, man. You know what you did for our city. I love you, man." In the middle of the club, my nigga. Nigga ain't never gave me no. Nigga ain't never called back and say, "Man, like real niggas spoke." Every artist in Miami look out for each other. You ever seen anyone nigga do anything for me? Them niggas got they deal on the strength of me, man. Mm. Calling them and, and, and Diddy relationship is built off me, man. That's why them niggas don't fuck with me. That's why they can't fuck with me. Them niggas love God. I love me. I was the only nigga screaming Calling name when he wasn't shit, bro. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I want to go back to something. Calling Ross. Listen, what he, the world is built. Listen, what he's gonna, gonna say. What is built off of? How do you come back from that when when you battling a giant? Can't even. Here we go. You can't even. Get where you're going because of the world is built on relationships. Y'all hear what he said? I like that. The world is built on what, Trail? Relationships. And we talk about two most important currencies in life and relationships and time. Time you got to invest wisely because you can't get it back. Relationships mm-hmm. get you places the money can't buy. Relationships, the most important thing, man. That's and, true, man. And I got to play. Uh, I, I, I gotta play this one thing from your boy OJ the Juice Man. Y'all, if y'all remember that episode, who is say? Oh, hold on a second. When he was on Vlad, mm-hmm. and uh, we always talk about the contract. People, artists, talking about they get taken advantage of. I gotta give props to OJ because he said I effed up. Yeah, I effed up. And what? So listen to this. This is why people get messed up in contracts, though. Trail, younger, old, hood or not hood. Listen there. People on the sideline, I had no one. I just went up there and I don't even want to. I then this is what I told you for. I don't even want to read the contract. Show me why I signed it. Damn. Um, that boy said, I don't want to read the contract. That's why folks get messed up. <sighs> I don't, I don't need to read the contract. I'm going off somebody I thought was a, a help, a, a, a mother figure, blah, 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 blah. Once again, the black artists get on the internet mm-hmm. or they uh, 
They do whatever they, they, they talk about They just get on there Talk about how they did me wrong And the black person Supposed to look out For the black person bruh mm-hmm. We all black out here Why? Because you don't even have Your own best interest At heart If you ain't reading the contract Why should I? So it don't come down To the fact of Oh man they got over on me You said I don't even want to read it Just tell me where I signed Mm -hmm. I guarantee majority of people heard They seen Diddy And they just got on Yeah, Diddy gonna put me on the show I'm about to get on So now is that Diddy fault Nah But guess what though Trev These independent people talk about independent If I would've known I just would've stayed independent We would've never heard of you (laughs) Not a god name We never heard We wouldn't be talking about you today Yeah People make need sure that, go make ahead. sure that contract ain't long, so you can go independent after you complain about it. Because that's once them people get into those agreements, they don't know how long it is. He ain't even read it. He he could have signed a contract where he was for life. They told they told that boy. They told your boy, uh, uh, OJ Juice Man. He said he got out the contract, which he messed up again, even after signing out of the contract. Mm-hmm. He said, "Look, you can't come back. We're gonna let you out, but you can't. And you, you, you're bound by life. And then thirty more years after you die, you can't. Your kids can't come back and try to get no royalties. That's dirty. And That's guess what he no? Is that dirty? Guess what he did? What did he do, fam? All right, sign then it. I sign it. Who fault is that? Yeah, that's his fault. At least he took ownership of it. And, and that's one thing about Jews. I can't. I love the fact that people tell their stories and tell what they did and gone through because they're telling the truth. You know, so they say, "Hey, they tell us what's going on." That's the beauty in media. Now, I'm I'm very intrigued about where media is going and and the black culture now that we are the uh, we have control of our own narrative. We control our own narrative. I seen uh, Kanye had some sort of meeting with a lot of powerful players and it was called control your narrative. And the media don't have the power like they used to have when they was in control of the narrative as a whole. Like it was just MTV, BET, VH1, and they controlled the total narrative. Now we own YouTube. People have their own websites, their own platforms. And they talking to people of the culture And of the hood And the drink champs You go to the drink champs You go to Vlad You go to Big Fags You go to Joe Budden You don't You don't go to uh, 106 and Park Where they have it all You know what I mean Like they It's just Our own narrative is being controlled now And I, I like that people can go to platforms And talk and be themselves They can talk so, be themselves But just know you can get That's a full fledged throttle of the judgment when it's mm-hmm. over with, and, but that's genuinely who they are because they're giving it. To, they feel comfortable with the person who they with, so they're giving it to. They're giving it to. Giving it to them it. raw dog, huh? Yeah, raw. <laughs> which I'm cool with. I'm glad, but it's just a fact. Let's let's right quick before we get off of this, because you said somebody controlling the narrative. I'm so glad you said that. Mm-hmm. But let's say let's dis- the, define what a contract means. A contract is a legally enforceable agreement mm-hmm. that creates, defi- creates, defines, and governs mutual rights and obligations among its parties. A contract typically involves 
the transfer of goods, services, money, or a promise to transfer any of those at a future date. Mm. You sign it, and if you ain't reading and going through the details of it, who fault is that? It's yours. So controlling the narrative, right? I got a good friend of mine who's a, who was a, on a reality show as a mm. recent. Mm-hmm. And I, I called him and said, hey, man, it's interesting to see how I said it got to feel interesting to how people can actually make a full YouTube page mm-hmm. and tell a story about you like you wasn't even there. Like like you would even start thinking, dang, did I do that? Mm-hmm. Is that me? They know stuff about me that I didn't. Did I do that? And you was there. Mm-hmm. They're telling. So that's like someone telling someone about Snake. And mm-hmm. Snake was there. Yeah. Tell him about Trevor Jackson. Mm-hmm. Trevor lived it. And you make you question like Where did they get that picture from How did they know that Did I do that And they making a full story up mm. My boy said man I'm honestly going through therapy right now Because it's much more than I expected Because it's heavy <sighs> Because unfortunately This guy truly believes That reality TV Has some reality in it I said poor thing <laughs> so you really are that green, huh? I wish he would have called in. We would have talked to him about it, but I don't think he he really want to talk about it right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. uh, but that made me start thinking about the contractual agreements. That's why I, I got to talk to Trevor again, and we got to discuss contractual agreements for the people that's listening on the pod. Because he's in a contractual agreement, and by him being green, thinking that reality is real, it, it, he needs a mental health therapy session. Now, so and that, so guess what so what what makes you think about controlling the narrative he had a conversation with the mm-hmm. with the so what he did is he recorded some behind the scenes mm-hmm. to show people this ain't real yeah or this part they, they 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 lied on me i didn't say that they didn't play my part they clipped me out and remember reality tv gonna play the parts to get the drama the black shows, those those white shows, the shows that's about dating and it's about relationships, they're going to try to, we got to get the drama. We're going to make the characters out and we're going to make these people become who we want them to be. So, Ooh, the, so the people on the outside are going to see what they want. we want them to see. So he had a conversation, he told me about the conversation he had with some producers and stuff because he posted something they told him to take it down. Mm-hmm. They said because you're going against your contractual agreement. Yeah, you signed your contractual agreement. For us to be able to control the narrative Now When you getting paid Most of the time when people get paid It's not laws involved That's why the contract is so for real Because you're bound by law By law And so if you don't get paid or you do get paid Guess what you remember you signed that right Oh yeah but I didn't think He said look But that's not y'all lying on me though He said And the guy said I understand mm-hmm. He said Trevor He said but take it down because you're bound by law You're bound by law I need you to take it down And if you don't take it down You're going to have a call from the attorney You don't want to hear from the attorneys do you Because you're bound by law So take it down Because oh, And then what, what, the, what the guy said was so crazy Which is the truth though I couldn't feel sorry for him Trey. I sadly could not feel sorry for him mm. He said that You do know this is reality TV right Yeah It's not real Oh snap He's calling in right now Let me see if I can get him to call to us 
Two brothers gonna work it out. Hey, man, subscribe to the channel. We appreciate y'all tuning in to the show, man. Two brothers always going to work now. Con, you there? You already have. You already have. Hey, 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 you live right now. I'm just letting you know, so go ahead. What you say there? I'm live right now. <laughs> you live right now. Okay. What is it on your... Um... It's on the Two Brothers podcast. Okay, it's on YouTube or I mean, on, it's on uh, it's on YouTube, all that, man. Oh, uh, okay. It's not on right now. Oh, okay, you're just recording. I'm recording. Are you are you okay with? I'm just gonna ask you a couple. We we're gonna talk about a little bit about what we talked about the other day. Only what you feel comfortable of sharing. I didn't say no show or nothing. I said I got a friend that's a part uh, of a show, this reality uh, show. Uh And uh, and I couldn't feel sorry for him because about the contractual agreement stuff. You couldn't, you couldn't feel sorry for me. I couldn't feel sorry for him because we said it is what, what it is. You know, it is a contract, but I can feel where you're coming from. Remember, I kept saying, oh, poor thing, he green. Well, Hold I mean, on. So, can I introduce you right quick? Go ahead. All right. Well, hey, everybody, we got Cornelius Bryant, a.k.a. Mr. Take the Shirt Off. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, we got Cornelius Bryant on the show. With two brothers, we got my boy Trevor Jackson. Say what's up, Trill. What's good, Cornelius? What's good, fam? What's going on, man? Just cooling, cooling. So, uh, Cornelius on the on a, a reality show. I let him tell a little bit more about the reality show, and then I'm gonna get to how he feels about getting, you know, how he how he's portrayed. Uh-huh. All right, go ahead, Corn. Uh, so yeah, so I mean, I was on Ready to Love DC. Uh, season, I guess season four for TV purposes. Um, they have another season going on currently now, which is like the second part of DC. It's like Billy DC, but Ready to Love Potomac. Uh, it's hosted by uh, Nephew Tommy from the Sea Morning Show. Uh, it's been on TV. It's on, it comes on the uh, Oprah Winfrey Network. And um, so, yeah, we um, our season finished up. <laughs> Well, TV purposes, it finished up in January, but it, for us, it finished, you know, actual filming, it finished up between July and, I'll say really honestly, July, August was the main filming, and then we did like our reunion show stuff, November time frame, so, but TV purposes, it was like between October and January, so. But, um, so, so Cornelius is my guy from college, man, we known each other, pretty good friend of mine, man, and, um. So as I'm watching, you know, he he's been he's been doing his thing, acting and everything and all that stuff for quite some time. So I'm like, man, so he finally get his big chance. He's on reality TV. Now I know a couple we know a couple of folks from Tennessee State that have been on reality TV and on dating show. I know I got my old roommate uh was uh, on reality TV. Freddie uh um I can't remember Freddie. It's Freddie B that was on reality TV. My boy Freddie Mike B. Foy was on reality TV. So they they see all that stuff. So my boy Corn finally got his opportunity to shine, and he's on Ready to Love DC. That just it just aired. So I yeah, called. And, yeah. So I just I called. I said, Corn man, because you know this one these trail these one these uh the dating sites. You know the I mean the, the black thing where everybody it's like Atlanta Housewives. Okay. okay. So you know well, it's full not of, quite like Atlanta. We're not quite like Atlanta Housewives. It's supposed to be so the way they pitched it to us. 
was like, hey, you know, you're single. Are you looking for somebody? What are you looking for? And all this type of stuff. But they look at, you know, how you talk. And, of course, you know, me looking at the show, I never really watched the show previously of applying. I think once I applied, that's when I started, like, kind of, like, catching up and trying to, like, watch the, the, uh, the show from previous seasons, or at least the last season, which was the Houston season. And it seemed like a good conservative black show. It came on. They let everybody come in at the house at one time. It's like 10, it's 10 men and 10 women. Uh, you basically come in, a mansion meetup. You kind of mingle, you know, with you know, the, you know, different women. And the thing about it is, though, they do elimination the night of. So when you, so as soon as you meet everybody that first night, they pretty much, you have to make a good impression on the women right off. Because they're going to basically get in cahoots with each other and say, hey, which guy do you least like out of all these 10 guys? And the same thing with the guys. We get together or we really won't get together. We kind of just talk next to Tommy. And we say, hey, what's the, what's the lady that you least like? And out of the tally of who gets the most votes, who we least like is who goes home. <laughs> now, the thing about they, what the show is, now I think with our first night, it pretty much was close to, you kind of knew we were going home. Like you can see, you can feel the room and realize, okay, she's probably going home and he's probably going home. Cause especially if the women that come back and telling me certain things. And then I'm starting to see the certain reaction with, um, you know, how the men are act, some of the women. I'm like, yeah, I can kind of notice that who's going to probably end up going home. Um, so it's like speed dating real quick. It's like real, yeah, it's like a, it's like a speed dating on steroids with cameras in your face. Mm. And then, and then at the same time, same time, whatever, it's still, I still got to make it spicy for TV. So, they don't want, sometimes they don't want just boring conversations about what your mama doing, what type of work you do. Like, that's boring. I think with our season, they went the drama route. So we had a guy on our season, uh, one of my home, one of my good guys, you know, friend, good, good friends now. He had a good charismatic personality. He got everybody's number on the first day. He, like, he was like, hey, what's your number? What's your number? Like, uh-huh. for TV purposes, that's good TV. So he got a lot of airtime that first night, for sure. And everybody was talking about him, and you know, you know, oh, he's trying to get everybody to holler at all the girls all at once, you know. So that was something they can go with a storyline with. But so Even what, though what, that's not, huh? But what I'm saying, when I mean by like Helena Housewives, is that the drama, uh-huh. like anything else, is what's going to sell it. Not the fact yeah, it's like Helena Housewives. Yeah, even even with the drama though, like if you watch past seasons, it wasn't. I mean, maybe the first season was a little drama, maybe a little bit the second season, but. Their show is not really known for drama, and that's why I even did it, because I didn't want to do no type of, like, love and hip-hop type stuff where it's fighting going on and arguing. Like, I didn't, I didn't want to be a part of that. My mind is thinking, like, okay, this is going to be an Oprah Winfrey network. You know what I mean? Like, it's going to be conservative. People are all black professionals. We actually really are trying to look for somebody for real. You know, I'm thinking it's on a more conservative level, you know. But the thing about it was, I think because we're a new city, they did two They do. A, a, a two seasons in Atlanta and did two seasons in Houston and now this would be the first season they did in D.C. We were the first season then they did a second season in D.C. Um, so they might be going to Charlotte next because they're going to the Black Chocolate Cities it sounds like. Well, no, actually they're going to Miami next. Oh, okay. Going to the, the more drama, the more sex you got, dang it. That's what they want. Yeah, they're going, they go, <laughs> they going to Miami next. So with our season, I feel like because it was a new city, they and then we had some big personalities on our, on our season too. They definitely went the drama route. Like, well, it wasn't about love. It was the drama route. Well, well, this is the thing about <laughs> it, though. So the thing, so I called, uh, not Trey, I called Corn and said, hey, man. So tell me, how does it feel to have someone create a whole narrative and story when I know the person? I know him. Mm-hmm. 
But then they yeah. actually create a whole story and narrative about who this guy is, what he's about, right. where he's from. I remember he got his diaper changed by Queen Elizabeth. All type of stuff they made up. <laughs> but the fact is, and, and I was like, but see, if y'all don't know, Cornelius and his girl actually end up being the main, to me, the main attraction of the show. Okay. Yeah, we definitely are. Yeah, and definitely. And even like, even with. I talk to other castmates. You talk to people who are actually getting interviewed after the show is over. They all asking about Kinez and Camille. Yeah, you know, so Kinez and Camille. What's going on, Kinez and Camille? Are they together? What's going on with them? Do we know? Like that was the big talk, and they was asking other castmates. That's how you know it was a big thing. They were asking other castmates about us. They had asking us about them. They asking they asking them about us though. You know what I mean? So uh, okay. I didn't plan that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like I just came on the show. Like oh yeah, I'm just gonna be just one of the black guys on the show, but. The producers told me they and they warned me in a way they was like, Yeah, you gonna get you and Camille gonna get narrowed in on the way we edit this thing and I'm thinking like it's gonna be close to what it actually happened. Well problem with they gotta create a storyline in there, they gotta keep people watching. So because she is a big personality, I'm more of a passive, like I'm a Christian and I'm more conservative and chill with it. They've created a storyline where it's like she's controlling and possessive and she basically bullied oh. me into relationship. You know, that's 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 the just the what people are gonna you know, if you, if I see somebody they'll be like, because even tonight we actually I'm actually leaving the uh, ready to love party now for the new cast, the cast that's currently going on now. And some of the girls are like, Oh, can I take a picture with you? Oh yeah, come take a picture or whatever. Oh, I, don't, I ain't gonna have no problems with old girl is I'm like, girl, girl, take a picture like you know what I'm saying? So that's just the narrative now, I gotta fight that when I'm out and about sometimes when people are like, Oh no, I don't want no smoke from her cause, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so now I gotta like deal with that on a on a you know, a social level now, you know what I mean? So, which is crazy. Mm. Trevor, you had something to ask? I heard him say it the way they edited it. He said, edit, that word edit caught my attention. Uh-huh, but, uh-huh. So, it's, so it's safe to say you never went home then. They never sent you home, did they, fam? Well, well, the thing is, when I first came in the house, to be honest with you, the girl that I ended up with, that's the one I was most attracted to anyway. Uh, there was a few other ladies that I liked a little bit, but my biggest attraction was her. And so, and they, and, and they, and they, they knew that they knew that from our dates and all that. Um, the problem was like, we had a one on, we had one on one date. We had a couple other little dates here and there. They didn't show any of the one on one dates. And then if like if I'm in like, so like when they showing dates and I'm in like, we have like, you know, they do, you know, we actually watch the show. They do cutaways where you're doing like an interview part. When they do the interview part, what they were doing was, if I'm saying anything good about the girl, like, oh, I like her, I'm going to go home, and she go home, like, if I say anything like that, they don't show it. You know what I'm saying? Like, they don't show anything that I'm saying good about the girl. And if I'm saying something bad, like, when she went off on me, I'm saying something bad about her then, obviously. They basically used that clip and kept using it all throughout the season. So regardless of whatever's going on throughout the season, if it's good or bad, they showing that one clip that happened, like, first two weeks. You know what I'm saying? And they're taking the clips together and putting them together. And the reason why I know that from behind the scenes is because, like, we wear certain shirts for certain episodes. So there's the one shirt that I was wearing for, like, episodes three and four. When I started talking about episodes seven and eight, I'm wearing a different shirt. If I'm watching the show back, I'm seeing two different shirts in one scene. You know what I'm saying? So I'm like, wait a minute. I was talking about this scene over here. This is, like, early in the, in the season. And they put it in at the end, make it like I'm talking about it then. You know what I'm saying? So it was just like they had to create a narrative that fit whatever was going on. So they, you know, they wanted to, because she had a big personality, they made her to be a villain. They made her look like, Oh, she's 
bullying me into a relationship. You know, they even had one of the girls saying, oh, blame twice if you need help. Like, I, like, like, like I'm being held hostage or something. <laughs> and so now everybody is in my DMs and my, and my, um, on my, on my Instagram page. And I say, hey, nigga, blame twice. You know what I'm saying? So people are yeah. just robots to what they see. You know, but that's what they show on TV. That's what they're going to, you know, they're they going to say when they see me in person. So, so, so fam, like, I, I don't know you fam, but you said a key word. You said, they they had you in multiple shirts in one scene so they could create a narrative. So basically right. I'm, what I'm hearing and perceiving, I don't know if I'm right or whatever, but what I'm perceiving is that people get on shows and get into agreements with uh, the people who over the show or whatever, so they can control the narrative. Right. So, right. So yeah. was that, so when that been the case, so we're going to jump forward to this right here. So when we discuss, so, so corn had put up, a behind the scenes on Instagram or whatever social media platform. And they told him that, that, that some producers called it, turn it, take it down. Tell us a little bit about that. We're going to go to that because that's what we're going to get to where you said, but that's not true. And you thought something right. different compared to what you've seen on what, on what the, the story they're trying to tell. Tell a little bit about that. Right. So that, so that particular thing. So basically, like I said, you know, my girl that I like the most, that's the one that I put my most effort in. You know, I got, I, I gave a few women attention earlier on, but it got to the point where I was giving my attention only to her. So because of how the show went, the women felt like, oh, well, he's not giving us no attention, so we're going to send him home, which is what they end up doing. But because she didn't like nobody else, she didn't like none of the guys either, she basically went home for me. So when I actually watched this episode back, what actually happened in real life is we did the scene I was sitting there. She was sitting there. I said, oh, yeah, you the girl I want. She said, oh, you the guy I want. All right, let's leave here. I'm ready to go anyway. That's, it was like more of like a mutual thing in real life. Well, then when they actually showed it on TV, they made it seem like um, I'm ready to go, but she's going with me, and I'm mad that she's going with me, or like I'm trying to get rid of her. See what I'm saying? Like they made it like, oh, he's trying to get escape from this girl, you know. And so, but they, cut, they, they do cutaways. They had one camera on me. They had one camera on her. Um, when we did the scene, like, you know, because they know that's my last day, I'm basically getting sitting home. I guess they allowed me to record some of it, but they told me not to show it until like after the season actually airs or that, that particular episode airs. Cause like, you know, we have NDAs and all that. I can't show stuff before it actually shows on TV, which is fine. Um, but I guess in that particular situation, I didn't even, I actually forgot I had recorded that, you know, and I went back and looked at some clips. I was like, man, I'm not even sitting at the table when she's giving these lines. Cause basically the producer was like, well, because you want to get the scenes behind the girl, we got to take you out of it so we can get a good, clear image of her. But I got to still feed her these lines so that we can still get the feel and the flow of how the scene still went. Uh, but, and then they so, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, we basically naturally talking, but now we got to go back. They create like, the like narrative. So they basically. Yeah, yeah, it's like acting a little bit. You got, Now you got to go back and act it out a little bit. Well, she had, she had to anyway. I wasn't sitting there because they had to keep the flow of it. But they got to make sure it looks good on camera. You know what I'm saying? Like, they, you know, it got to look clean on camera. Yeah. And so, um, and so now they're playing it back. They're feeding her the lines that I said, seeing her lines he, she said. So now when they go back and post and take this stuff back to L.A. or whatever, send this stuff back to L.A., they can, like, edit it up to how they want it to actually flow. That makes sense. So now everything that I say can get cut out easily. Or mm-hmm. you People that sit in the audience don't know that. They're thinking, like, how it is. Like, it's real TV and, like, everything is how it actually happened. And it's not, it's not how it happened. That's not everything I said. 
And then you're talking about 42 minute episode. You're talking about whatever time period we got right there. They only can put so much detail in there anyway. And they got to push whatever edit, edit they want in that quick five minutes and they keep it moving. And uh, like I said, the problem with that is us as people, we like, wait a minute, I didn't say that, or I said more than that, or I, you know, I, I elaborated there, or I liked her too, but they didn't make it like somebody I liked the girl. So that's what gives audience a, 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 a framework to say like, oh, she really him to relationship because he don't seem like he even like liked the girl. I'm like, well, damn, because they edited it out. <laughs> so, so, <laughs> you know so what, what happened is, so what happened is Cornelius is having his family, People calling like, why you act like that? Why they got you like that? Why you got you like this? And he like, that ain't me. And so now he in between him trying to, he see, he didn't want to, unfortunately, he didn't want to be the character. And I told him he should just be on just being the character. He should just play Mm -hmm. that thing out. That's what I said. Mm -hmm. Oh, they created a perception of him that wasn't who he is. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you don't, you you don't know. Like when when we got done filming, I had no idea. I, I knew that the girl that I liked, like, make a lot of faces. She had a big personality. I knew they were going to use her quite a bit. I knew that. But I, I'm not realizing until the show is actually airing that they're going to portray what they're going to actually portray, if that makes sense. I'm, I'm not knowing, like, like they're writing scripts behind the scenes. You know, like, they're like, oh, this happened here, this happened there. Like, they're listening to everything we say. We're all mic'd up. It's Big Brother. To the point where, like, yeah, they're, they're listening to everything. So they're writing it out how they want it to play out, too, at the same time, if that makes sense. Like, they're, like, creating a storyline as we're doing our scene. I'm not realizing which storyline they're going with. I'm not thinking they're going to make me look like a be a weak man, like I can't speak up for myself. I'm not thinking they're going that route until they actually show it on TV. And I'm like, wait a minute. And by that time, you can't get in contact with nobody. Yeah. <laughs> you can't be like, hey, why y'all do this? Why y'all do that? Why y'all got me looking like this? Wait a minute, I said more than that. What, what y'all doing? So, and you so, can't get in contact with nobody to complain. So, when, so you got uh, you got talked to about saying, take it down. Tell a little brief yeah, about that so, before we get so, ready to so go. That was, so that was my reasoning for even putting it up. I was trying to get a response out of them folks because they weren't answering my phone calls or nothing. I'm like, man, y'all made me look crazy. All right, bet then, bump that. I'm about to just post this behind the scenes footage to show how it really is. You know what I'm saying? And so as soon as I post, I post that thing within an hour. Somebody called me from the uh, lighthearted uh, uh, production out in L.A. Called me. I was hey, guy, you got to take this down. I'm like, oh, y'all, now y'all, got, now y'all know my number. Now y'all want to call me. <laughs> he said, you're showing, you're blurring the lines. You got to make, make people choose to what's real and what's fake. I said, yes, I'm trying to uh, defend myself because y'all, y'all, it's fake. He said, well, people should know it's fake. People don't know it. People think this stuff is real. And y'all make it like it's real, but it's not. So yeah. I got to blur the lines. And so, but at the same time, they got, they can sue me because I signed a contract, whatever, whatever. So they like, oh, we're going to call the lawyers to own you if you don't take this down, if you don't take this footage down. Cause you're, you're, you're violating your contract. You're showing key, uh, key, key star, you know, key people of the show. You're showing producers, this and that, whatever. Like, you got to take this thing down. I'm like, all right, all right, I'll take it down. Forget it. All right, you know, I ain't got enough money to fight on. <laughs> so, so my, so my thought. So my ass is corn. Would you would you change it? I mean, now you're a star. I mean, you went on a red carpet event. You got women coming out talking about some. They done made up a full story about they was with you. You got <laughs> folks. You you like a Leon Tiger Woods out here on the good side of it. They coming out because they painted this people. They had people talking about you was gay. You was this. You was that. But you made yeah. a valid point. He's and you know this is uh, uh something he done dealt with his whole life. And mm-hmm. he said, Troy, if I was actually gay. Don't you think I would have had guys come out on me now with all these women? Yeah, exactly. It's nothing but women. I said, exactly. I didn't think yeah, exactly. about that. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I mean, obviously, I mean, there's women that I've dated for years that was even considering thinking about coming out, 
you know, if, if that if it was a guy that I had met with, obviously I'm on a dating show with women. They like, oh hell no, this nigga fraud. I got I got a blast this dude. You yeah, know? yeah, exactly. It would have been easy, you know. It would have been easy for somebody to come out and try to blast me. So, I mean, no, nah, that ain't the case So he put all, all that I mean, to rest. But then again, you you were confident who you are to say, I ain't, so I ain't worried about it. But that narrative that yeah. they're creating and then everything they put into the softness and all this and that, they creating that. Again, Trey, we don't talk about this. Yeah, the they, soft yeah, black male. Yeah. yeah. You know what I'm saying? Especially from a black male perspective, yeah. So... Mm-hmm. But man, hey, Corm, I appreciate you giving us. We was talking about contracts and about. So my last question would be: With that being the case, you signed the contract. Did you read it? I did. I did see the where they can say they can manipulate you in a way, certain way or whatever. I did read that. However, I didn't think it was going to be to that degree, though. I thought maybe it was still was going to because, like I said, I had meetings with producers one on one. Like they met with all we. As contestants, we met with everybody, and they really was genuinely like, we're trying to find you for somebody for real. But then when you got on the back end of it, it's like, nigga, we just trying to make a TV show. We don't care about if you got somebody for real. You know what I mean? Like, it's like they try to flip it once you actually get done, but to kind of bring you in there, because they pay you some money, but they don't pay you the money that, like, if I was an actor on, like, a really, like, a like a uh, sitcom, I would get paid a lot, a, a whole bunch of more money if I'm on that many episodes on a on a, on a big TV show like that. Um, but because you're on there trying to find a love or whatever, you know, you on there as a contestant or whatever, you, they pay you money, but they don't pay you the money. It's almost like free labor. I'm not free labor, but cheap labor, I guess you would say, in a sense. You know, but you got exposure, so, though. You got you gotta, out there. You get exposure, and, that, and, that's what they, and that's what they count on, too, that you're trying to get exposure as well. They count on that bank. Oh, you're trying to get exposure, so we're going to just pay you pennies or whatever. To them, it's pennies. You know, they pay you whatever, especially what they probably make off the show. Uh, and this is like I said, we was the fourth this season, so they've been making this show for a minute now. So they, 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 they got a good hustle going <laughs> for sure. You know hey, what I'm saying? Like they pay you. money and, and 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 uh, you know, people. Oh, they trying to find love. Oh yeah, we're gonna make them find love. But then you think about it, the statistics. Like you talk about it, like five seasons. There's been 20 people per season. There's only the only people I know that's still together is maybe like two couples from previous seasons, and that's. That's not good for for, for, for for ratings on the show. Hey, I got a question to ask you, like, because uh, something about you talking about finding love and uh-huh. it's just hitting me. It don't got nothing to do with the show, though. But why people don't let love come to them? Why, why are we so aggressive to try to find it, like go after it? Why we don't just let it just come to us naturally? I mean, people are lonely, man. I mean, especially during the wintertime. I mean, people are lonely. You know, people want somebody. <laughs> Even when you're out in the club, especially you can be the out in the club with a bunch of people and still have that lonely feeling like you you want somebody still. You know what I'm saying? And so, you know, people always want somebody. I mean, people, you know, that's a constant thing. Even people from our season, they didn't find nobody. They still go on the speed dating things and still get, they get right back on Tinder again or whatever other dating app they got out there. Just get right back on there again. Look, so you got yeah. even attractive people out here work out all day, got six packs and got girls mm-hmm. with big breasts and big booties and everything else. They still want somebody <laughs> to love on. But Trey, I mean, not Trey, but right. J- Corn, I'm going to ask you this before you get ready to go. Uh, mm-hmm. In that room, when you were signing the contract, get ready to get started, how many mm-hmm. black people was in that room in regards to giving you the contract to sign? Well, as far as like our production team and the camera team and all that, it was all black. So I'm talking about that, the ones that but, got the bread and the slide and the paper across the table. Well, yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. No, well, you know, they send a check in the mail where they, they get one of the guys that's the casting talent people to give us the checks and stuff like that, whatever. But I will say this, though. The, the, our initial 
on the field team was all black. No, However, I'm talking about the no, head guy. Uh huh. Okay. Yeah, no, I mean, so, so the head guy over them, who is Will Packers, so it's supposed to be like Will Packers production. Will Packers, who does things like a man, all this you know, stuff. Um, he is supposed to be over the production company. He, he, the guy, his right hand man, is a white guy. It's a gay white man at that. <laughs> so he likes the drama. You know what I mean? So he's the guy, the head boss of all the other black folks, though. So he's the one that calls all the shots, all this type of stuff. Um, Mr. Kelly, you know, there, he, he's the one. So him being a white guy is running a black show. People don't know that though. It's I mean, but much, they, they majority of the time are it's a white guy. Yeah. It's a white guy pretty much running the show. They make it seem like it's black because they have production team. It's on the Oprah Winfrey network. You think about nephew Tommy, you think about Steve Hartman, uh, not Steve Hart, uh, nephew Tommy, you think about the Oprah Winfrey network. You think it's all black, but when you look at it, Lighthearted production. You look up their roster; it's all white folks. <laughs> you know so, a reason I asked, yeah, but the reason <laughs> I asked that is that because if it was done by black people sliding the mm-hmm. not the check, I'm talking about sliding the contract on the table for you to sign, mm-hmm. would your energy mm-hmm. been different? Well, well, well. Which my which my like on the back end? So, like, what? so, like, for example, when that white dude told you to turn take the take it down. Right, you right. might have rebuttal and said blah blah blah, but you took it down. Yeah, and you ain't went out there, and and that's what I'm saying. And people ain't going out there to say what well, we all, what Trevor and I always talk about. When the black talent oftentimes is signed to work with black ownership, they always say, mm-hmm. "Well, you should be looking out for us." And you took advantage of me. Oh, P yeah. Diddy this, P Diddy that. Folks be it's just accepted. Like, oh yeah, man, you guys got to move on, man. Yeah, we got to let them do it. No, I think, well, honestly, for me, yeah, I signed a contract, but don't don't get it twisted. I mean, once I move on later in life, I'm definitely going to bring this back up again. I'm definitely not going to let them get this over me, or one on me, uh, first of all. That's one thing. You know, later in life, I'm definitely going to put the pressure on when I get more influence later on. I definitely am. But I will say this, as far as, like, black folks, I feel like if it was more black folks that really called the shots, I feel like they wouldn't have even edited the way they did. I feel like they would have made it, they would have made it, where it happened in a sense, but they would have maybe made it a little bit more positive and not make it so one note. I feel like they definitely made it one note. I beg to differ on that. I, I, I mean, I, honestly, I mean, I, well, I, well, because they're going to, yeah, if you want to sell the show, we got to get it out there. We ain't got time, but what I mean, happened? I, no, I get, I get that. But what I'm saying is I feel like they still would have brought some more. I feel like the black folks feel like they have a, a duty in a way too. So I feel like, the people who I've talked to that were in production, they would have definitely showed different sides versus just showing and making it one note. Like instead of trying to make this one girl look possessive, they would have showed, okay, she had a bad moment, but she is a good person. She is, is a mother. Like they would have showed it. It would gave it more, uh, gave, gave more color to her versus just making it. Oh, she's just crazy and possessive. Like they do make, they try to make all black women look and try to make a black man look, Weak and, and 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 timid, you know what I'm saying? Like I think they would have they wouldn't have went that route so hard if it was a black person calling the shot. So that's just me. I, I feel I feel I I feel like black folks would have took better care of us in that direction. Mm. Well, man, corn. Much love to you, brother. Love you, man. I thank you for taking time to. Hopefully, you start listening to the two brothers. I don't know if you even listen to the two brothers. Do you? I, I, yeah, I heard a couple of, I heard a couple of, uh, uh stuff you posted on, you know, on Instagram. No, no, straight up, straight up. Yeah, I yeah. Well, I appreciate yeah, you, old man. I, 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 I do a weekly or but once, once a month. Well, we, we just go when we go. That's what it is. Ain't that right, uh, Trey? Okay. <laughs> hey, well, look. 
Hey, Corn, go ahead and drop your handles, man, because people need to go ahead and get. You're going to be verified here soon, man. You're going to have that blue check. Don't put us with you how we, how we can follow you, dog. Um, so I just, I guess my Instagram, uh, is, uh, Cornelius, uh, Bryant, uh, C-O-R-N-E-L-I-U-S, Bryant, B-R-Y-A-N-T, underscore, uh, Dream Chaser. That's my Instagram handle, so. Cornelius Bryant underscore Dream Chaser. Go check him out. He's eight. You better get with him while he's hot. Hey, I appreciate appreciate the call, my brother, because that was some good information, though, that you just, uh, spit on the pile. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. We got a real yeah, superstar yeah, on the show. You definitely got to read the read the contracts, man. You definitely got to, you know. Like I said, I tell people now. When people say, "Oh, if I do the show," I said, "No, don't do it. <laughs> don't do it. Don't even put yourself out there like that." Oh, uh, uh, no, but put yourself out there if you plan to re- it, just go with the flow. Yeah, I mean, it depends if you go with the flow. If you if you try to be a, if you, you might as well just be your own character, be a, be an actor. You got to realize you're you're, you're, you're you're entertainment. You're you can't be. I mean, if you be on that for real, but at the same time. You just got to realize you're a character on the show. And even people from past seasons told me the same thing. Because people are looking at this thing from entertainment. They're not looking at you as like a real person. If that, and then, Which is crazy, but you're not a real person. It's like you're just somebody that's entertaining. Now, they want you to date other people. Not for, not for what's good for you, but for their entertainment. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So that's how you got to look at it. What's crazy about you saying uh, what you saying before you uh, called Troy, we was on a podcast talking about like uh, different genders and how fashion is playing a part to where it seems like fashion is 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 no gender in fashion now everybody's just wearing everything and we're talking about identity and identity is not like reality you can identify something as something and it is not what that really is so people can view you one way but you're a totally different person in the real world Right, right, right. They would know I talk a lot. <laughs> Obviously, I talked a lot when I was just over here just now. So they were like, oh, he's, not, he's really quiet and timid because they don't have me talking. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So it just, yeah, exactly. Man, so, hey, I, 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 I'm very appreciative, man, because I'm a, we're going to, hey, what we're going to name it? Cornelius tells all us up. We got to get some, we got to get some freaking views, man. <laughs> <laughs> nah, well, hey, hey, dude, I don't care, do it. I hey, cool, care. man. I appreciate you, dog. I, 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 I repost it. Send me the thing, and I, I repost it on my page. Oh, we're gonna send it, man, because you, you really believe it or not, truthfully, and this note, all jokes aside, Trevor and I always talk about contracts, and I'm trying to inspire, you know, help people with contract understanding and why it's important. Because we hear people always complain about how they got taken advantage of, blah blah, this and that, and you've been mm-hmm. a person to say, hey. This what it was. I, I thought I thought differently, but I tried to fight the machine. I knew to sit my butt down though. But I tried to fight the machine <laughs> to say that's not what I was doing. But you learn yeah. from it and you can help other people do that. So we're very appreciative yeah. on that. Yeah, yeah. I need to be executive producer next time so I can be the head guy to make sure I I see what gets edited before it gets put out there. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Yeah. All right, man. Be trouble heading home, yeah. man. All right, man. All right. Appreciate you. All right. Hey, that was dope. Hey, that, that's that's the, well, that, that's where it was. How ironic was that for him to call in on the on the Saturday to discuss? That was what dope. we was talking about, man. So, shout out to Cornelius Bryant underscore Dream Chaser, man, on Instagram. Uh, uh, what does it say? Ready to love DC? Was it ready to love? Ready to love DC? Yeah, ready that, for love. Ready DC. for love DC. It just that last season that just happened in at the end of last year. He was on that one, Cornelius and Camille. Uh, go check it out, man. Show him some love. Not, we'll follow him. That's not like big business. Like people are wanting, 
wants. People want somebody else. It's it's that's a business. Yeah, finding love. Like I never. I, I'm speaking individually right now. I never was a person that wanted nobody. Mm-hmm. That's why I asked them that question. I just let it. I, I prefer it come to me. Yeah, that's the I'm energy not, though. That's the energy you're talking about. Yeah, I'm not a chase. I never chased no 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 girls. I wasn't a chaser. I let it come to me. You let it it's, slither to him, didn't he? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> hey man, but the brother had a dope com- dope discussion, dope conversation, man. I appreciate that. Man, I, I thank y'all so much for even paying attention this weekend. About the tuber. Hope y'all got some content from that, man. That's some Yeah. That's our first real actual uh celebrity though, though. Yeah. yeah. We done had some folks that we thought we identified as celebrities or someone that could be someone on the rise or something, but he actually has been on the tube. Mm-hmm. Uh, and actually got some 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 stuff going on, man. So hey, before we get out of here, man, thank y'all for listening to that. And shout out to Courtney, shout out to my boy Trev doing his thing. The people out there trying to get his pockets swole buying houses. You know what I'm saying? Representing and, uh, selling houses. I don't like working with you buyers, man. I ain't gonna count. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know what I'm saying? So I you know. Just keep doing what you do, man. Trevor gonna lead us out with his his number one saying. Thank y'all for tuning in to Two Brothers, though. Make sure you check us out on the live. I mean, mm-hmm. I mean, on, on the on the uh, social media platforms, YouTube. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Two Brothers with an AS podcast. Get on the YouTube, man. Share the YouTube. If you support us, do it. God dang sure. it, just do it. Be like Nike now. Yeah, just do it. And then we on, and then listen to the audio, baby. You gotta listen to the audio to get that crispy while you driving to work. Shout out to the. Go ahead, Trevor. Hit us with the. Hit the truck drivers, man. Shout out to the truck drivers. Shout out to our boys, man, getting that money with them CDL license. You own a truck, you're driving a truck for somebody else. As long as you're getting them bucks, go get it now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what it is, man. So shout out to the barbers, the the, the Sunday school teachers, the teachers. Everybody's put us, got us in the earbuds, and they listening to us. They even teach class. Appreciate you. The LPNs, the nurses, the warehouse workers, the people that's just getting to the money, the chefs, the cooks, the whatever you do, just just get to it and turn the two brothers on, man. Troy, we need to lead lead out with some energy tonight. Which one? Oh, that 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 that, that the baby now. Nah, we need to lead out to that Troy two brothers verse. Oh, okay. What well, the goddamn? You ain't saying nothing word, baby. Is that what we gonna do? Yeah, yeah. And I'm gonna tell them like this. You you got it queued up, fam. Hey. Peace, love. Plenty of bunnies. Make sure y'all go get y'all some money. And we out. Brothers Work it out, 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 work it out